Welcome back to Fourth and Goal. I am your host, Janae Lazenby. I'm Brandon Mraz. Uh, I'm Zach Gaines. And I'm Jackson DeLulo. And let's get started right away. We got the UCLA Bruins against the LSU Tigers. So, this was a great game. A big upset. Number 16 LSU in UCLA, Rose Bowl Stadium. Losing the first game of the season for the LSU Tigers, but this is the second game for the UCLA Bruins. Um, guys, what do you guys think? Bring it on those sissy blue shirts. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Coach Ordron, and I said this last week. I am coming in so hot for this show. Coach Ordron is on the hottest seat of all. Talk about Gene Chizik 2.0. Gene Chizik 2.0. I said it twice because it's right. Coach Ordron is so bad. This team is so untalented and so overrated. I am so happy this happened. I mean, ever since the 2019 year, I've been rooting against them. I'm just happy to see they're not doing that well right now. Well, what happened? What happened? I mean, what happened was nearly their whole team in 2019 went to the draft, and after that... I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about how they were ranked 16 going into this game, and all of a sudden, here they are, just... Terrible. Their quarterback was awful. Their defense was awful. Oh, no. You can't say their defense is awful. LSU's defense at first. If you look at the game, they were actually really good. They were holding uh, UCLA at the line of scrimmage really good. They were... They were actually really good. They were lit up. It was. I feel like it, at the first, if you look at the first half of the game, the game was a game of defense at first. UCLA's defense was good. We They do have some Alabama players from there. Um, so I, we can say that that's probably why. But um, it was a game of defense at first until UCLA broke it up and at the end of the first half. So It, it started slow. I, I agree. But I think the biggest play in which I thought the defense for LSU was god-awful. And the most overrated defensive back in the history of college football, Devin Stingley. What are you doing? You got run over. First of all, you got your ankles broke on an outside route that you should have never gotten your ankles broke. And then you try to arm tackle this kid who shoves you to the ground and then runs for a touchdown. Awful. So far out on LSU, couldn't even be, couldn't be funny. Hey, but I told you guys... UCLA is the team to watch out for. I said the hot. They're my hot take. They're my team to watch. You know, UCLA's quarterback. He's looking pretty nasty. Yeah, I, I was just about to say that. I'm a huge fan of Dory and Thompson Robinson. Just look at his stats: nine, nine of 16, 260, three touchdowns, and just one interception. I mean, that's pretty solid. Like we said, it wasn't a big passing game, but he had a great performance. Honestly, this, this is the first upset of his career since being at UCLA. This is like. His first time being a beating a raked opponent. Jackson's been pretty quiet over there about yeah, this game. <laughs> I could have bet my whole house on UNC, and I still would have turned the TV off. That was the lamest game I have ever watched. Moving on to another game, because I was paying a lot of attention during LSU-UCLA, but the only thing you need to comment on was the fact that LSU's quarterback threw three times the amount of passes and the same amount of yards. And still lost. And only, yeah. uh, and only what, 70 yards more, same amount of touchdowns, yeah. and still lost and looked way worse. Still lost. Terrible. I mean, I think the Bruins are honestly on the rise. If you look at it, the Bruins were 10-1 were and one in Kelly's first three seasons, but they've won their first two games of the season. So, I mean, I think they could be on the rise. Chip, yeah. Kelly, Chip Kelly is so far back. And UCLA I mean, I, has been... No, I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of Chip Kelly in the NFL, but I think he was made for the college game, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Jackson, Jackson wants to go to UNC, so let's talk about it. I hate Sam Howell. Ooh, I'm officially whoa, starting whoa, the Sam Howell whoa. hate club. 
Uh, I am its president and sole proprietor. <sighs> Sam Howell just ruined his chance of a Heisman season. Uh, oh, you yeah. could go in, you uh, can look at the stats. If you watch the game, it was very clear. The difference between these two teams was the quarterback play. How do you get outplayed by Braxton Burmeister? Who played incredible, by the way. He did. Well, let's talk about Virginia Tech's offense. They held the ball so long and marched down the field accurately and yeah. held the ball for two times as long as UNC. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I mean, their running game was absolutely insane, especially by Burmeister, too. Bur Burmeister was an absolute game manager on all aspects, throwing, pass er, yeah. throwing and rushing the ball. He was so good. Uh, I thought the offensive play calling, running the ball that much, and holding the ball that much was absolutely fantastic by Virginia Tech. And how about this? One thing we didn't talk about, how about the aspect of the Virginia Tech crowd? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, they were crazy. Understanding to start the game that's, was insane. That and jump on it with uh, Wisconsin or jump around, it. yeah, yeah, jump around. Yeah, that's oh, what I meant. Goodness. Yeah, jump around. That, those are my two favorite uh, traditions. Also, I saw Iowa does like the wave to the yeah. Chiefs gospel. I yeah. think that's. I think that's amazing. It's awesome. Oh, but man, Virginia Tech, really, uh, just to comment on what you said, I don't think this ru necessarily ruins a chance for Sam Howell's Heisman season. It's just uh, in one game. Well, with Bryce I, Young I playing Mercer next week, he's not catching up. <laughs> well, no, I, well, I know. I, I think that Bryce Young's obviously going to win the Heisman, but I don't think this necessarily takes Howell out of the running. I mean, Howell's still a top quarterback in college football. Yeah, I mean, he's... But I don't... Yeah, like... I just don't think one bad, well, really bad performance like takes him out because he, like every quarterback at, at one point of the season has a bad game. This yeah. could, like, mean, who who knows? Howell can go out like weeks from now and just ball out. He can certainly enter his name back in time in his Heisman race. He, even though I don't think he'll he'd win. better ball out against Ohio State, Oklahoma, Alabama, or Georgia because unless he does, he is not going to be in the race. Yeah, no, and you can't. Th the only reason UNC lost was the three interceptions. The only reason they lost. Yeah, and he doesn't have anyone to help either. You also have yeah. to realize, you also have to realize UNC is, is operating their new offense with two of their, uh, without their two best players from last year, especially Javante and Michael Carter. So that whole running game is away now. No, they couldn't run the ball once. No, exactly. Yeah, they can barely run the ball. I mean, so I mean, I think it's more of an adjustment period for North Carolina. I don't Fair think. Enough. I'm not saying it's like ready to panic, even though this was a bad loss. I think it's more of an adjustment period for UNC. I think it'll be a rough adjustment period. I don't think they've got the pieces to really lean back on a on a pass-happy offense after being so run-committed. Right. It will happen after, later in the season. I'll give them, like, three games, and they'll be back. But um, UNC's defense looked a little bit confused out there, you know, mm -hmm. with Virginia Tech rushing back to the line after plays and holding the ball for so long. Their defense was worn out and very confused at times, and it just – took the momentum out of it. And let's not forget their three interceptions that the offense gave up, you know, putting your defense back out there consecutively after, like, they can't, like, get a break at all. I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of the most intriguing parts of Virginia Tech's play calling all night. They were able to combine tempo with long, long possessions. And it, it was it was honestly really cool to watch, and I thought it was a great showing. Uh, but – if you can run up to the ball but also have a nine-minute drive, like, that, that is impressive. Yeah. That is impressive. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I thought that was a lot um, as we move into the next game. But um, one of the big things that came out of this weekend was Washington losing to Montana. That's right, Eesh. Montana. FCS Montana. The FCS this weekend, the Grizz. Man, let me tell you. Um, Big win for that. This FCS. was this was horrible. Dylan Dylan Morris three interceptions, two hundred and twenty six yards for Washington. Just not 
not a good game. The Grizz take take it 13-7. Um, th- there was one rushing touchdown for Montana. It it, it was ugly. Th- this was really ugly. Um, just just a bad game. Just a bad game for Washington yeah. and for the Pac-12 in general. Uh, just not good. Mm-hmm. It was embarrassing. It, oh, especially so for embarrassing. a rank, a ranked team. Very embarrassing. Well, before this game, Washington was arguably one of the favorites to win the Pac-12, and no. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, so does yeah, USC, if we're really getting yeah, into it. Yeah, USC, but come on now. UCLA is looking better than them. Well, I mean, I, think I would it's, agree, but... It's been, a, it's been a tough weekend for a lot of quarterbacks. Uh, yeah. Washington led this game in total yards, passing yards, mm-hmm. time of possession. They lost the turnover battle again. Three yeah, yeah. interceptions from the from a quarterback for Washington. Dylan Morris. It's not going to get the job done. No. Yes. This is Washington's first FBS loss in history. So Jeez. that's oh my just God. That's outstanding. For them. That's crazy. So let's talk about the real upset this weekend. Yeah. George, number six Georgia upsetting number three Clemson. If you look at the stats, I mean, this is pretty crazy to me. Georgia held Clemson to two rushing yards the whole game. Two rushing yards. When you get two rushing yards, you, you, I mean, you never win the game with two rushing well, yards. It also helps that their defense sacked DJ Uyangalele seven times. Yes. Are you kidding me? Let's I talk- told you you shouldn't. I mean, I wasn't high on Clemson. I had a feeling they were going to lose. I told you. But let's talk about how neither of the teams scored one offensive touchdown the whole game. Well, Louie Anglele threw a touchdown pass. It yeah, was just, 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 Georgia. A, just a Georgia. It was just a Georgia. Just a Georgia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, they, I'm so, I was telling these guys before the show, like, I'm so back and forth on this game because I think Georgia's defense is Fantastic. I think that's their best part of the team. I don't think anyone had a doubt going into this game. Uh, obviously, Clemson has some growing pains on offense. They've lost a lot of people, and that's that's to be seen. But I don't think that takes away anything from Georgia. The one thing, I don't know how great – like, Clemson's defense is good, not great. And JT Daniels didn't put anything out there that showed me that he was in the Heisman, Heisman race like everyone was saying before this game. I mean – but the way ESPN was presenting this game, you would have thought you could have taken the over and walked in. And oh, yeah. this game was ugly. Yeah, Everything was, opposite of it. I mean, it was boring. I mean, I mean, the, it was just kind of boring because like both teams were kind of struggling, especially Clemson. I mean, they had to replace ETN with Kobe Pace and Will Shipley. I'd never heard of them yeah. before. I mean, again, combining for Lynn, just 14 Lynn yards on 18 right, carries. I mean, this was. I mean, I, I'm also reading something. It says. Uh, from Dabo Sweeney says, take away the interception and it's a 3-3 game, and they go to overtime. Obviously. He's not wrong. I mean, yeah. I yeah mean, that's just like, so obvious. Also, Why would like, he say that? Obviously. like Because he's upset. Oh, Dabo. Dabo <laughs> yeah, if only Dabo, we scored Dabo. a touchdown, we might have won the game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Whatever. That's how sports work. What did I text you guys today during this morning? I was like, I honestly hate that Clemson lost this game because I cannot stand another year of Dabo hanging 70 on Wake Forest. I mean, like, this is why we deserve to be in. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this weekend from the ACC. Remember what he Who said? won? You remember? I remember the thing he said about Ohio State. Remember last year? He ranked like the top 10 teams and he had Ohio State at 11. Yeah. Oh, yes. You're playing, or something like that. You're playing in the ACC who went, what, one in however many this week? They were awful. Awful. It's going to be a tough road back for Clemson. Like, yeah, I mean, honestly. They, they <laughs> Not lost, really because they're only ranked number six. I mean, they lost two of their greatest – They. Uh, Lost two of arguably greatest players like to ever play for Clemson. I mean, not ETM, but Trevor Lawrence is obviously like the biggest loss they've ever had. Yeah. But 
Well, if this first game is anything to really go off of and, and base your opinions around, it's going to be a weird year for the AP poll. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of big-name marquee fr- like franchises and teams that are going to be surprisingly bad this year. Mm. And then there's teams like Georgia who have no offense, but their defense is insanely good. So every time they play a half-decent opponent, you're left wondering, well, is, is their opponent's offense really that bad? Is Clemson's offense really that bad? Or is Georgia's defense so, really that good? So the one thing I have that I'm against you on that is I don't think Georgia's offense is bad by any means. You think it's Clemson's defense? They're running. I, I think Clemson's defense is good. And I think JT Daniels had some yips, and he didn't play that well. But their running game is Really good. To me, yeah, right, uh, it's the best running back in the SEC. I, like, it's it's not close. And I, I think JT Daniels is going to get going down the line. Now, is he going to be able to play against other defenses who are similar to Clemson? I don't know. But I, I don't think it was, like, awfully bad where they were like, oh, my gosh, it was, it was terrible. It was, oh, yeah, no, it, it certainly wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't a bad performance from JT Daniels. But it... Definitely wasn't a no. performance that would have won this game. Yeah, and right. He JT Daniels did not win this game. The defense. Did. The defense won. Yeah, yeah exactly. The offense um, should not be happy yeah. about this win. At I, all. No. I mean, if JT Daniels can, are. if JT Daniels can average a touchdown a game, they, I think that's enough. Because Georgia I think, can hold people to no touchdowns. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think Zamir White can average a touchdown a game right. by the end of the year too. Right, and you win fourteen seven or whatever. Yeah. Um, the next game I really want to talk about because this is just the biggest fraud in college football for the past two years now is that Indiana's good. Oof. They are not. They are. Michael Penix Jr. is garbage. <laughs> he had he went 14 for 31, 156 yards, and three interceptions, and Iowa blew them right out the building. Iowa's got a great defense, but good lord, they are bad. Indiana is awful. Yeah, I mean... Indiana's been getting a lot of hype recently just for some of the guys they've been putting out. You know, like they they get a lot they're getting a lot of eyes now from some of the higher ups in the league. So they're getting you know, their name keeps getting thrown around in terms of prospects and things, and people are people are over overhyping them a lot. Oh, absolutely. Lot. I, I can't get behind that. Uh, it's just we, we don't have to spend that much time on this game because there wasn't that much you could talk about other than Iowa just blew the doors off of Indiana. But Let's talk Good about Lord. the next game, Oklahoma against Tulane. That was a the boys interesting game. Tulane, <laughs> Tulane had that Bama effect. They practiced at Bama for one weekend, and they played the number two team in the country by, what was it, five points? Yeah, five points, yeah. 40, 35. I just, for me, this game, you know, all we hear all offseason is like, oh, you know what? Oklahoma's a national championship contender now because they have a defense. They have a defense. They got these transfers. They got those transfers. They have a defense. That's why they're contenders. No, they do not. The same old Oklahoma. It's the same Oklahoma we've seen for the past however many years that limp their way to an undefeated season in Big 12, get to the playoffs, play whoever, and get the doors blown off them. I I agree. I couldn't agree more, but... We have to remember this is only it's week the one. first week. It's week one. Right, guys? So um, we'll see. But their schedule, in my opinion, is very easy. Very. Yeah. Very. Their only somewhat competition is UT. Texas, w- yeah. Which is a nobody. Yeah. And Iowa State, Iowa maybe. Iowa State University. But Iowa yeah. State had a tough weekend, too. They mm. barely won. and. 
I think actually their biggest competitor is Texas Tech. I doubt any of you guys watched that game this weekend, but Texas Tech is filthy. Texas Tech's defense is that good. They played University of Houston this week. And was it was really game. good. That was a good game. I, don't know I mean, yeah, like I said last week, one of the teams is taking a game off Oklahoma. You're probably right. Oklahoma's yeah. not. Could be too. I don't yeah. think. I honestly think Oklahoma's pretty overrated. Like, I don't. Really. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they got a Listen. chance at going undefeated this year if they're letting Tulane run up the score like that in the second Listen, half. That's basically how I felt about Clemson. I, they play so many close games, especially last year with the ukulele with the, the Notre Dame game and the Boston College game. Both all games that he's started so far have been close games. They're, Ugalele has yet to have like a game where it's a convincing win. Yeah, I, With, here's the, here's the thing about Oklahoma. It's week one, and we're ripping on the defense. We know Spencer Rattler is going to do his thing. Spencer Rattler is going to get better over the season. It happened last year. It's going to happen again. It's Oklahoma. They have good quarterbacks. That's how it always works. Yeah, their defense is not good, and maybe it will get good. Maybe it will, but right now, you don't give up. First of all. You gave up 35 points and almost a loss to Tulane, who hasn't been home in three weeks now. Like, I've been living out of a bus and practicing a whole other state. They went the opposite direction of where they needed to go for the game and then had to fly an extra whatever hours to go to Norman in an away game, and they showed up in your home and played you hard. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? I agree. I agree. It's just... I can't stand it. This is just a really tough weekend for the Heisman candidates. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were going to discuss later on the show, I was going to say the Heisman candidate quarterbacks outside of Bryce Young are my losers of this weekend. So Yeah. Next game we have is Penn State against Wisconsin. This was a battle. This game was a battle. A lot of people were saying saying, uh, they do know that they have to score to win, right? uh, (laughs) Because it took a while for them to score. But – Penn State came out on top, one of my picks also. Yep. So uh, I'm glad about that. You know, I think, in my opinion, Wisconsin's overrated, in my opinion. They're just another UT team, in my opinion. They're Mm -hmm. always saying, oh, like, Wisconsin's so good, this and this. They're always ranked high coming in early to preseason, and I don't really see why ever. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't didn't like anything of what I saw from Graham Mertz in that game. it, it, it just wasn't good. And I think that was more of a test to – I think Penn State's defense is pretty good. I I think Penn State's good, but I think Wisconsin lost this game by themselves. If you, like, look at it, Penn State only had one first down before halftime. True. And they had – and Wisconsin, over the whole course of the game, controlled possession for over 42 minutes. Mm-hmm. So this should be a game that Wisconsin should have won. But they didn't. But, but they didn't. But, but Penn State's defense came up big when exactly. they needed to. That, that was the whole thing. And – Sean Clifford started to play well in the second half. Mm-hmm. He had a tough first half. And to be honest, again, this is something that he's back. This wasn't – we look at last year and there was no crowds. Like, he walked into Madison, Wisconsin for the first half fully packed, ready to go. Like, it was – this was no joke. This was this is no, it's yeah. tough to play in Madison, Wisconsin. So he comes out slow, but he ends up with 247 yards and a touchdown. Like, he didn't – he wasn't a slump. But Graham Mertz, he he threw away the game back yeah. to back. Mm-hmm. Those two last <laughs> interceptions killed the team. The and the thing is that they even got another chance because the first interception mm-hmm. they they held them down. Yeah. And they got the ball back and they threw another one. Oh, the right? second interception was second. worse. 
<laughs> Wait, it, kind of, it happened. If you looked at the uh, replays, it kind of happened in the same spot. It did happen in the same <laughs> spot. Uh, so that was bad. But the next game, we have Notre Dame against Florida State. Oh, I think boy. the story of this game was McKenzie, even though they lost, was McKenzie Milton. Oh, absolutely. If you th- like, just go back and look at that injury hat. The average person does not like come back to play football. Like, there was legitimate is, talks of amputation for this kid. Yes. Like legit like not like not like ah uh, maybe. It was like no, like probably though. Mm-hmm. Like this was no joke. Like his surgeon, they put it on the screen. His surgeon never thought he was going to walk again, let alone play this, football. Near Alex Smith level. Yeah. I mean, I was never the biggest fan of Mackenzie Milton cuz all my UCF. friends from home go to yeah. UCF and obviously I'm going to root against them. But it's just so tough to not like root for him coming back oh, off yeah. like you can't just like discredit what he's doing right now, but there were so many things to I go think for Florida State this game too, like the Bobby Bowden, like oh everything about it. Everybody was going for Florida State. Yes, well, but let's talk about how they iced their own kicker. Oh, yes. yeah. oh I was gonna say let's we save that. Let's, let's save that for, for okay, a little okay, five okay. seconds. Hold on, <laughs> let's talk about how Florida State is going to be a team to beat later on. Oh no, yeah, they oh, have yeah. two quarterbacks that aren't terrible. Like no. even though. Um, Travis did throw three interceptions, Jordan Travis. They still aren't terrible. He's a sophomore, right? Yeah. So what do you expect? Like, he's not terribly bad. He's 9 for 19, 130 yards, two touchdowns. You know, really good. And then Milton, he went uh, 5 for 7, 48 yards, did what he needed to do when they needed him. I, I, God, caught them back in the game and also helped force overtime. Yep. That led to them icing the kicker. So let's get on to that part about that was, how they iced their own kicker. I was screaming. Like, I hate Florida State. But like, what are you doing? Icing the kicker. Uh, no timeout call. He hits that kick. Easy. Yes. He made it. Yeah, he did make it. Oh, my God. Well, not even just the no timeout. Not make putting the play under review. It didn't even need to be. The guy had it. He made the kick, you know. But... They forced the review, and, you know, it's always those shorter kicks that are always harder than it is really the further mm-hmm. ones. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't uh, really realize that. But let's talk about Notre Dame's quarterback, Jack Cohn. He was a beast, 26 for 35, 366 yards, four touchdowns, and only one interception. Yeah, yeah. talk about oh, Wisconsin really losing there. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like this guy. I think Notre Dame, you know, this quarterback alone extends their window of opportunity in terms of – Inter- well, <laughs> you know me. They're not gonna. Yeah, no, they're no. not gonna get past half the top fourteen. They're not gonna get past one and two. It's you not. Think, you know what I mean. It puts them in the playoff but conversation. It gives them a chance. Okay. It certainly gives them a chance. They were up eighteen at the end of the third. Yes. Their defense. Yeah, that's true. Their defense almost allowed a like hilarious collapse. Notre Dame would have yeah. been the laughing stock of the college football world. Which they right already now. kind of are. <laughs> they're pretty. Uh, yeah, they're pretty. They're right there on the edge. But yeah, they it, held on in overtime. I, you know, I think the difference is this is this quarterback. I know I've been talking so much about quarterbacks all day today, but this weekend really was QB play and defense is showing up. Yeah. Oh, and no, I, that's for sure. One of the players to look out for, in my opinion, Kevin Austin Jr., number mm-hmm. four, Notre Dame, their wide receiver. He is a beast. Yeah. Four receptions, 91 yards, one touchdown. Yeah. I think he's a player to watch out for, and he's um, – been injured the past two years, but he's definitely someone that we need to look out for. This is definitely going to be his year. I think he's going to take advantage of being mm-hmm. healthy, and he played really well. And to their credit, it was an outstanding game from FSU's backfield. Yeah, it was a great game. It was a great game. It was a great game. Joshua too. Corbin, good job. 
There's one game I Get your quickly want to touch upon because it was kind of a sneaky game on that Thursday night. The but UCF Boise State was awesome. Or was that Friday? Friday night, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was Friday. Friday night. UCF or Boise State was fantastic. That was a good That one. was so much fun to watch. UCF came back from down 21. Uh, their running back is a beast. His last name is Bowser, which I think is just oh. the coolest <laughs> running back name ever. I mean, like, what are we going to do? We're going to hand it off to Bowser, and he's going to go get, like, 10 yards. Um, th- that game was great. I really, really liked that game. Um if you didn't get to watch it, I'm sorry. It was Dylan Gabriel showed up, four touchdowns. He got lit up on the last touchdown. Uh, absolutely destroyed on the two-point conversion. Um, it was insane. But I, Isaiah Bowser, 32 carries, 170 yards, one touchdown. But it wasn't even it wasn't even that. It was you just watched him hand the ball off, and there was like, all right, that's four yards. All right, that's five yards. All right, that's four yards. Like every time this kid was just running people over. So I, I thought it was a really good game. I thought it was interesting to see. Uh, Gus Malzahn, his new position, Boise State's new coach. Um, just a good game overall. God, I hate Gus Malzahn. Yeah, so Let's I, quickly talk about the Oregon-Fresno game. Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was it, was really... a, it was basically another version of the Oklahoma-Tulane game. Mm-hmm. It came really close at the end. The thing is, um, I was actually going to tell you guys, like this Oregon game was literally a joke because they were blowing them out at first. Mm-hmm. If, you watched it, if you watched it in the first quarter, they were blowing them Working out. Nothing. It was really good, and then I guess they just thought that they had it in the bag. And you also have to. Thibodeau, bad, Thibodeau also got hurt that game. Kayvon mm-hmm. Thibodeau, the best, the best defensive player in the country. Yeah, he's out, he's probably gonna be out for next week against Ohio State. No, that's yep. That was their only chance. Yep. Uh, Fresno State though, not a not a bad football team. Um, not oh. to defend Oregon, but not a bad football team. Uh, and that's why it was kind of that close. But yeah, kind of ugly. Uh, one that. Everybody thought it was going to be ugly, though. It actually ended up being ugly because it was a blowout. Uh, Sark comes no, out and just dominates in his first game. And, and, and against a good Louisiana Monroe team. Like, this was no joke. Or not Louisiana Monroe, but Louisiana, uh, who was ranked 23. Good pop, pop, group of five team. And Sark came out and just blew him out. Uh, Bijan Robinson, beast. Absolute beast. 20, 20 carries, 103 yards, one touchdown. Uh, they 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 looked really good. I'm excited to see how Texas plays this year. Are, are we gonna hear I'm people not. saying we're back? No, no. <laughs> if anything, Sark needs to put an end to that. That game. Up I think Sark is so the bad. right man for that for that program. I think he's gonna turn him around. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, one more game before we get to the Alabama game. I really want to talk about. First of all, simply because of how many people got ejected in this game. But Ole Miss Louisville last night was asinine. That that, that was just ridiculous. <laughs> Every single one of them was targeting. But it was kind of ridiculous. Ole Miss is looking good even without Lane Kiffin. Man. Uh, Ole Miss is terrifying. I told you guys before we came in the booth, that might be our toughest game. And when I say might, it probably will be. I just think it'll be the toughest because like they're the only one that can compete with us. They can offensively. hang with us. No. Uh, I'm sorry, I gotta disagree with you there. No. I think I think Ole Miss is gonna hang with us offensively. Their defense was good. No. Hey, we're getting. Did better. you see that one play call they had where the quarterback moved up and the linebacker moved forward and they just threw it? That was one of yep. the prettiest. Terrifying. Play, that was one of the prettiest play designs I've actually ever seen. Lane Kiffin scares me so much. Lane Kiffin is one of the most creative offensive play, uh, minds there is in college football right now. Janaya is wholeheartedly disagreeing. Yeah, I disagree. Definitely. Well, you don't like me. You're not a fan of Lane Kiffin. Why would I be a fan of that? Yeah, no, that's. True. Would, I'm a fan. Former Alabama guy. I'm a got, fan of football. Okay. I'm a fan of Lane Kiffin. But we're going to take a break real quick and we'll be right back. 
and we're back. We're gonna recap the number one game of the weekend. Number one, Alabama against number 14, Miami. Good Lord. This was <laughs> one of my favorite games I've been to. I had the honor of traveling to Atlanta to watch the Tide take on Miami. And let me tell you, it was just a total, utter beatdown. From when I was watching the game, Miami's bench was sitting probably three-fourths of the game, not even, like, hyping each other up, which is kind of sad to me. But how in the first place was Miami ranked 14? How? They looked like utter garbage, and yet they're in the top half of the rankings. See, I think this this, this goes in with, like, the Oklahomas and the other teams that we've talked about already. I think it's time will tell. I don't think Miami's that bad. I really don't. I, I, I have to disagree with you. I, I mean, think De'Eric King is unhealthy, and I think that's part of the reason they didn't play well. But I don't think Miami as a whole is that bad. Like, they have, they have some decent athletes on both sides of the ball. They just didn't bring it together. I mean, if you – I mean, I know this is probably a testament to Alabama's defensive line. But if you look at the Miami offensive line, yeah, that, it is. That's... Like, the whole game I was watching, it was a matter, not even like, it was, they were barely blocking us. It like, Derrick King, nearly every boys. play was, like, running. Like, he, he doesn't, like, like, there wasn't many plays where he was just sitting comfortably in the pocket. Like, when you're running all game, kind of like Mahomes in the Super Bowl, it doesn't end up well. No. Well, no. I think, you know, like, especially six months off of an ACL tear. But also, like I said, I called it. Last week, I told you this. We're gonna see a different side of Alabama's defense. You know, like the interceptions that we have. Moody had an interception. Mm-hmm. Moody's gonna be really good this year. Yep, they yeah. both had interceptions, and we also had some fumbles. Like we're doing good, and we had a bunch of sacks. Like and tackles for losses. Who I think is gonna really stand out this year is Fedarian Mathis. He's gonna be nice. That man. What about Will Anderson Jr.? So uh, we, he, I, yeah, but I feel we like know about no, no, Will like Anderson. like because he was there last year. I feel like we like. New, like, kinda, we had like an idea like he was Will gonna Anderson. be good. Everybody but, knows about Will Anderson. Al- like Christian Alabama, Harris. Yeah. well, Christian Harris. Alabama fans knew Will Anderson like yeah. had a chance to be good, but today in math, this is like a whole new like yeah. site. Like oh, he yeah. he was getting to the quarterback nearly every play. Like he was on the field. He, yeah, he reminded me a lot of Quinn Williams. And yeah, it, it I, and you know how much I love Quinnen. I love, <laughs> I love me That's some Quinnen as a Jets fan. I mean, so, he's listen, so do I. I'm a Jets fan. We're both Jets fans. It's awful. We'll talk about it next week. But um, it, he just the way he breaks off tackles and blocks is just uh, it shouldn't be allowed with a guy that big. It was kind of scary. Uh, I think one thing that needs to be touched upon is Alabama lost. The uh, Brandon out. Uh, Christian. Christian Allen. Allen sorry. Yeah. Uh, for the I season. almost messed up the for name. The season. Are we not going to mention Bryce Young? For the season. We will. We're talking I mean, about the defense. No, yeah, no. Christian Allen broke his foot. Yeah, he broke, broke several foot. bones in his foot. He's going to need surgery, and he'll probably be out for the season. Now they're saying probably. He got carted off. Nick Saban is saying probably, and I think that's kind of like the Jalen Waddle injury last year, where it's like we say probably because we don't know that we're going to be in the championship games. Yeah. But I think Saban's really saying, I, I think Saban's saying for most for Alabama is that. He thinks he might be back, but right now we don't know. I mean, it's a foot fracture. Most I mean, of, uh, yeah, I mean know. they saw, um, excuse me, uh, Chris Brown was seen on the bench in a boot with crutches, walking down the sideline. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look too good for him. For Will Anderson, Saban came out, I believe it was yesterday, and announced that he's going to be fine. Yeah. In terms, okay. in Nick Saban speak, I assume that means 
He's starting next week. Yeah, and Toto did come down with an injury. On or, excuse, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was Toto, but he's not fine. Will Anderson. Um, let's talk about the real stud of the game, Cameron Latu. He, he is. So is I, you know, I didn't even realize. Like, I had many classes with them, and I just didn't even like think about that. That was just pretty cool. But Cameron Latu, Jalil Billingsley has something to worry about with Cameron Latu taking I, a spot. See, I, I have a totally different take with that. What, what, let's hear the take on that. I want to hear your take. Okay. Um, hot take coming. If if Alabama, now that they know that Christian Latu is pretty darn good. If they can Cameron. run a two tight end, five wide okay. set, where Bryce is in the backfield by himself, and Billingsley and Latu are the two insides, <sighs> and then you have Jameson Williams and Mechie and whoever else as a wide receiver, mm-hmm. that's going to be a lot of issue. Who do you line up against? You don't have enough defensive backs and linebackers to line up against. Yeah. There is no chance. That, that, that's unfair. It's unfair. <laughs> I mean, even if you even if you take one of those wide receivers away and you put Trey Sanders in the backfield, you still got to cover him too. I actually, got I gotta Slade say, Bolden. Slade Bolden. I gotta Man. say, Trey Sanders was my favorite looking running back on Saturday. Trey Sanders coming back after a car accident last year and scoring a touchdown is probably one of the best stories out of this game, and he looked fantastic. I think Brian he, Robinson might have some. Someone worry. Yeah, I was telling my friends. I actually think Trey Sanders is gonna take over the starting job, like within like. Saban Five or six weeks. Saban hit into that in his post post game press conference too. Like, I don't know. The wide receivers. It, it was Alabama being Alabama. Everybody thought before this game, Alabama was going to have a down year. They're not going to be the true Alabama. Alabama came out and was the true Alabama in tenfold. Oh wait, that- and to. to finally halt the beating around the bush as <laughs> every quarterback's biggest fan, Bryce Young had himself. An outstanding performance in his very first college start. Racked up 344 yards, 27 for 38 completion, on four touchdowns. School record. School he, record for a debut by a quarterback. It's he may be on pace for the Heisman. He, after and after this first week of really, really poor quarterback play from a lot of the favorites and really, really strong defensive plays from a lot of teams that used to be offensive powerhouses. It's not totally impossible to see Bryce Young winning the Heisman after week one. Uh, Am I being a little optimistic? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is it only week one? Yeah. Let's, but out of everybody who played this weekend, did anybody look better than Bryce Young? No. No, but let's let's wait and see if when Bryce Young plays an SEC defense. I just want to point out, I, 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 I need to mention this. Uh, the 2018 Alabama roster had three future first-round picks, two future first-round Two, three future NFL starting quarterbacks, two NFL starting running backs, plus Damian Harris, four NFL <laughs> first-round wide receivers, and four first-round Damian Harris other starts four, for, he so I just want to make a point. I've seen this all over the internet, and I just want to reiterate it. Bama doesn't rebuild. We reload with talent. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one thing I want to say about Alabama's football team that I, don't, I think goes unnoticed, maybe not by the fans, but goes unnoticed to the media. Um, Will Riker, I still one hundred percent kicked it from fifty-one yards, which is unheard of. By the way, would have won the kick six game if he Alabama, was a kicker. Just saying. Now, Alabama but, native. That was his longest kick of his career. By the time Will Riker gets out here and is going to the NFL, we better <laughs> build him a statue. Yeah, yeah. They, we've been tortured for too. Uh, Alabama has been too, tortured for too long with bad kickers. 
It, I just I remember years ago we had Papanastas. Uh, Alabama has Papanastas as their kicker. One of the actual worst kickers I have ever seen. No hate to you, Andy, but you're not that good. <laughs> I, it was an impressive performance by a kicker for a program that's really not exactly. It's just so nice. Yeah, you not have to Alabama worry about program. it. Yeah. Exactly. He, he looked great, and he won himself SEC Special Teams Player of the Week honors. Bryce Young brought home SEC Offensive Player of the Week. Again, he's legit. Um, one thing I do want to talk about that Alabama needs to change immediately. Immediately. And it's no hate to Slade Bolden. Stop he, the wide receiver screens. Are you, no, are you talking about that. the return man? Don't, don't, don't hate that. Stop him punt returning. You know what? It I is got, awful. I have a better, I have a, I have a different take on it. You don't want Slade? No, no. I have a different, I have a different take on it. Like, this is nothing against Slade, but if I, I have, like, I don't want, like, I mean, just in, like, if there's anyone returning, just like in case of, like, of injury, I don't, I love Slade. But, like, other good people, like, returning, I think he would be... It's, I don't know how to say it. You have to look at Alabama's teams from last year it being, like, Jalen Waddle and whatnot, usually returning our punts and stuff, to now okay. Slade. Like, I'm not discouraging him, obviously. I also think you're sleeping on him. He's not that better no, returning. No, I, I don't... I don't hate. He's I don't, not fast. I don't hate He's him as a punt returner, but I think well, yeah. if we can, or if Alabama can put Slade in the slot and let him do his thing as like a Wes Welker role, I think he'd be really great. Let There's it. a guy on Alabama that should be the punt returner and will eventually be. It's JoJo Earl. I was just he about to ask you that. So elusive, so fast, takes care of the ball. Uh, I like him a lot. I think he's gonna be oh, really talented. For I think uh, I like. I think it'll change at some point. It's tough to put a true freshman back there in the first. No, game. yeah, I I completely agree. I think he's got to ease into that role. Maybe next year. Mm, yeah, that's true. But I don't, I don't hate Slade. No, like, and I don't think he does a bad job. I just think you also, you also he think, can be used so much better. Yeah, but Slade is still like I mean, from what I like, he I didn't think he was like anything bad like as a returner. No, I didn't I think, think so he, either. Like I know he's not Jalen Waddle. I know he's not Henry Ruggs, but. I think I think Slade is honestly like fine. I don't think he's worth a change at least right now. He's definitely not bad, but I wouldn't be against maybe trying out Jameson Williams back there. No, yeah, I, I'm I'm pro trying these just guys the, out here just for the pure speed of it. I don't know about that. No, no, I no, I agree with you guys saying Slade's eventually going to get taken off of the punt return duties. But yeah. I think for right now, at least, it's I like, think there are worse more, there are worse needs, options. I think he needs to be more involved in the offense. I can agree with that. But I also think Bryce... He was pretty involved the first game. I mean, I mean, yeah, he was. He was, still, he was targeted, like, a good amount. Not like a good, I mean, like, not, a ma- not a crazy amount, but he was targeted still fairly I, I well. I think you'll see him a lot in some in some more competitive SEC games. I think, you know, Bryce Bryce got a lot, uh, a lot of good things to happen to him. Um and a lot of open receivers down the field where he didn't have to throw it to Slate. But there were some plays. Yeah, that one throw, like I said earlier, that one throw to Slate. That was the one question mark throw I had from Bryce. But there were some plays. The Mechie touchdown where Bryce slides up, Bryce has Slade cutting across the other way. He's, he's going, for the, t- he's going for the touchdown. I know, and, and it was because Mechie's open. But in, in, in a different game where you know, A&M has a DB that can stay with Mechie, Slade is wide open too. I, so I saw some really good things, and I think he's going to get more involved, but I, I wanted to see more of that early. Yeah, yeah, only, big... yeah, but you also have to take into account, it's only the first game. We're going to see plenty of Slade like, throughout the season. I I think he's going to be more involved than no, – I mean, I think he's going to be pretty involved in the offense is what I'm trying to say. I'm not going to say he's going to be one of the most involved receivers, but he's going to have his share. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm super excited to see Bryce Young uh, face some legitimate DBs. I'd love to see his ball placement improve. 
Um, I can't wait for him to let's get to Let's thingly. get to some picks. Yes, let's, let's get, get to, to some picks. picks. Ooh, Week yes. two. Let's go over the game. So Mercer by 100. <laughs> the lineup <laughs> that we have for this week is Kansas against number 17, Coastal Carolina. Number 12, Oregon against number 3, Ohio State. Number 13, Florida against South Florida. Toledo against number 8, Notre Dame. UAB against number 2, Georgia. Number 5, Texas A&M against Colorado. Murray State against 7, Cincinnati. Ball State against 11, Penn State. Number 10, Iowa against number 9, Iowa State. South Carolina State against number 6, Clemson. Western Carolina against number 4, Oklahoma. Eastern Michigan against number 18, Wisconsin. Appalachian State against number 22, Miami. Number 15, Texas against Arkansas. Stanford against number 14, USC. Alabama State against number 25, Auburn. Middle Tennessee against number 19, Virginia Tech. Georgia State against number 24, UNC. Number number 21, Utah against BYU. Uh, Austin, what is that? Austin Austin P. Against number 20, Ole Miss. UNLV against number 23, Arizona State. And Mercier against number one, Alabama. So let's get into it. Let's get some hot takes. Let's get these picks. Let's see. It's kind of a chalk week Mar- this week. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Uh, not week two is we we knew going into week two that college football world was not giving out the best matchups. Uh, but there are some games here that can go either way, so let's get into it. I have, um, I, have I have my upset of the week. I haven't taken BYU over Utah. I mean, I don't know how big of an upset that is, but BYU is a very solid football program, and I they've won the last two. That's, I got. I got. I mean, my boy Zach Wilson is from BYU. I gotta. I gotta support BYU now. I just want to point out for for future of next week when we do talk a little bit about uh, the NFL. Zach is what we like to call an optimistic Jets fan, where mm-hmm. I am a realistic Jets fan. So we differ on a lot of things. <laughs> hey, um, hey, hey, hey! But let's get it right into it. Number seventeen, Coastal Carolina against Kansas. Who's everybody got? I got Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'm probably going to go Coastal Carolina. I do think Kansas played well in their last game, uh, but I saw really good things from Coastal Carolina, uh, so I, I, I'm taking Coastal here. Coastal's tough to play at home, too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's that's the reason I'm taking them. Chanticleers. Yeah, and then we have twelve, number 12, Oregon, on uh, number 3, Ohio State. I'm going to stick with Ohio State here. Ohio State. Just due to... Thibodeau's injury. I just yeah. I think that's gonna be a big loss for Oregon to their pass rush. And I think the offensive line of Ohio State's gonna be able to stand. So I'm taking Ohio State. I think Ohio State is really gonna show their true colors more uh this game because it's gonna be more of a trial mm-hmm. uh this game. So I feel like we're gonna see really what that offense is really about this game. So I'm going Ohio State for sure without a doubt. If Thibodeau was playing I would pick Oregon. Agreed. I really would. For this so team, agree. for this team, Thibodeau might as well be as important as the quarterback. He is everything to their pass rush. He is their best defensive player. It's undisputed. He's one of the best defensive players in the country. He's the best. I would pick them to be on upset alert if they had Thibodeau. They don't. Got to go with Ohio Here's State. Here's the thing right I just have yeah. a, I, I, They're like, just the better team. I don't trust Ohio State. I don't trust C.J. Stroud as far as no, I'm from. No, I agree with you. Um, just like, no. Absolutely not. I think he's actually not great, and I don't think he finishes the season as the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. However, however, 
the thing that saves him is Ohio State has athletes everywhere else on that offense, so it doesn't matter. Yep. And their defense is just okay, not great, but they're going to be good because their athletes are better than every other team they're going to play in the regular season athletes. So I'm taking Ohio State as well simply because it's minimum boys in those games. It's, it really is. I don't know. I still feel weird. I, I feel like they're, this has, like, a chance for Oregon to win. I don't know. It's, it's one it's, of those weird it's wins. It's in Columbus. Like, I guess I get that. But I have, I'm still rolling with Ohio State just because the state pick, but I still think this game is going to be a lot close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout or anything. No, I don't think so either, but it's also the first home game for Ohio State, yeah. yeah. And that's, that shows a lot. All right, moving on to 13, Florida versus South Florida. Do, I ha, I personally have Florida. South Florida, my whole life has been not that good of a football program, so I don't think any. They had that one year, that one game with UCF that was crazy. <laughs> and but then they totally claimed the state of Florida <clears throat> somehow. Yeah, but I'm going to go with Florida. Can't, I'm not going to bet against the SEC, against South Florida. Yeah, it's going to be boring for a few minutes, but I've got to go Florida too. I mean, I'm, not I don't want to risk the win-loss record just for the sake of a hot take. Yeah, I, I think you got to go Florida. <laughs> I think you got to go Florida here. Um, it will be interesting, though. Florida did not show... That greatest stuff in their first game. Uh, obviously, USF is not someone who's probably going to challenge them. But the thing that's going to be interesting is if this game is semi-close, really... you finish that game as Dan Mullen, and you're walking into the locker room like, oh, crap, we had two not-so-great games against some really not-really-good teams, and now we got the Crimson Tide coming to our place to play us. Um, I think Dan Mullen could be on the hot seat at some point this no, season. No, absolutely not. He just doesn't have the people right now. I, I, you can't, you can't have the season that they had last year and call him on the hot seat. Dan Mullen's a great <laughs> coach. That is true. I, I will have to agree with that. Even though I do not uh, like Florida, I will go with Florida. But I'm always ready for a good upset. Yeah, yeah. That, that could be a that could be a sneaky like. Watch out for that game. I'm low key going with a sneaky upset. Yeah. But it I'm, could I'm, be a sneaky I'm upset. Go I'm gonna go with the safe. Pick and if this was college game day, UCF, USF would be my super dog for the week. I All right, now that. on to uh, number eight, Notre Dame versus Toledo. Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's much to say. I think Notre Dame's going to win this game. You guys remember a second ago when I said I wasn't going to sacrifice my win-loss record for a hot take? Yeah, you're oh, sacrificing it right I'm now. I'm taking Toledo. Toledo didn't even Toledo. that well last He's week. joking. I'm taking I Toledo. I'm not joking. You were the one that defended Notre Dame. I'm taking Toledo. I kind of like Notre Dame. You're defending Notre Dame. Part one. They're all right. He's going against his own words now. You talked about how Jake Cohen was so good. I like Jake Cohen. I really do. I think he is pretty good. I think this game totally has all the makings of making Notre Dame look silly. Is this a trap game? I, th- I think it's totally a trap that's game. That's what he thinks. They they didn't play that impressive of an opponent this weekend. They're coming off a decent win, and they're looking pretty good. He's talking about Notre Dame? Yeah. Uh, they, Notre Dame didn't play a decent team? FSU is He's a joking. FSU He's is joking. unranked. He's what? Joking. You can't, you can't, okay. It was Let a me just game. He's point. joking. Yes. FSU yes. rallied at the very end of that game to make, make it point. seem like a halfway decent game. FSU is not a good team. They're not ranked. Notre Dame is ranked. See, and guess what? They're going to lose to Toledo. Yeah, you see, you can't make that argument that they're not ranked just because they're not good. I mean, like, what? they are a... That is how the rankings work. That's how the rankings work. That is how it works. It's week one rank. Exactly. Yeah, and they go, wow. They mean nothing. I will bet you, I will bet you anything that at some They're point. Okay, so hold on, hold on. All right, all right, go, go ahead. FSU's not cracking that top 25 one time this year. They're not going to do it. Did you see the ACC this week? 
I did. They are god awful. That game was Liz a McKenzie blowout Melton until the fourth quarter, the and you know it. I'm going on record. FSU will be top 25. <laughs> Hot take alert. Okay, we have Florida State going to be ranked in the top 25. Absolutely not. We do. Me and I do. As much as I hate Florida State, I'm be- I believe in them. I think with Mackenzie Milton at the helm, they will somewhat regain form, and they will be top 25 at some point in the season. And when they are, I will be there to rub it in your face. Zach and, and I disagree with... You heard you heard me defend Notre Dame before, and you heard me defend Notre Dame's quarterback before. I like the kid. I can like the kid and think the team's terrible. I think Notre Dame is just as overrated as they've always been. Their FSU's best chance of getting on that top twenty-five was Week One versus Notre Dame. That game wasn't close until the fourth quarter. It you're you both are so lucky. Notre Dame's defense is so horrendous that Toledo is going to be. Let me let me let me wasn't close until Mackenzie Milton came in the game. Exactly. So let me make that point. Mackenzie Milton makes all the difference of that team. All right. Well, if you think Mackenzie Milton Milton and nobody else FSU Seminoles are going to win the ACC and beat Clemson, Mackenzie Milton. I don't understand that injury is is an NFL caliber quarterback. I, I don't understand. I don't even understand why this is a conversation because no one. In the ACC is good, other than Clemson. Okay. NC this... State is close. I mean, did you not see how Clemson played this past week? I mean, Clemson is not that. It's Clemson. It's Clemson. Dude, and the ACC is still bad. I think. I think. I think, you, I think you're hung up on the fact of if you're so used to the Clemson. The Dabo Sweeney and all I just want, I think Clemson. I actually think Clemson this year is like maybe a, they could lose maybe like two or three okay. games. Okay, that's fine. How about this? Let, yeah. Let's just look at the ACC this okay. week, this past week. So. Boston College is 1-0 because they played Little Sisters of the Blind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> NC State whooped up on an FCS team, a decent FCS team. And you team. say they're making that. They blow out. They scored 45 points and didn't and get up won 69 nothing. I don't care. That's a big deal. That's fine. Syracuse beat Ohio, barely. Uh, Wake Forest barely won against their FCS team. Any, any, All the games that mattered, Clemson, who played a decent game, lost. Florida State, who played a decent game, lost. Louisville, who played a decent game, lost. UNC, who played a decent game, lost. There's someone in their own conference who wasn't say, even supposed to be U- good. I wouldn't say UNC played Miami a decent game. Miami got embarrassed on national television. Georgia Tech lost to God knows who. Duke lost what? to Charlotte. Like, okay, Virginia beat... Whoever and Pittsburgh beat whoever. So okay, so you're awful. just making you're you're making a like in my opinion you're making a point. For, well, now all the meaningful games that the ACC played, I mean, it could be Florida State, Clemson. All, they all lost. They all lost. I I. Uh, and Duke was one of them who lost to an FCS team. I don't know. I don't know. I just I can. Uh, I just want you to. I just want all of our yeah, to know. I'm, I'm done with this. As of right now, FSU right, right, Next game we have right. UAB against number two Georgia. I think we all we all have Georgia. We all, we all have Georgia. Um, hot take number five Texas A and M Colorado. I have Colorado. Whoa! I have Colorado. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> I think you were the only one that had Virginia Tech last week, right? She yep, did. and <laughs> and you saw what happened there. <laughs> she did. She, she I, I'm I'm st- I'm sticking with I'm sticking with A and M. Their offense is gonna roll all over Colorado. In my opinion, A and M did not look great in the first half. Of their Thank game. you. <laughs> I'm it, taking A and M, but like they See, did this not is look what, great. This is my thing. You guys are saying they're not look. It's only the first week. No, I know. I, you, I think I think we should wait at least two to three weeks to really say, oh, they're not looking good. Like I didn't say that they, they didn't look good. I don't say they don't look good. They just didn't look great in their first half. Also, you could equally say it's just week two. 
No, yeah, I, 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 I mean, what I think to this support game, the other what side I think this game is gonna, I think this is gonna be a game where Texas A and M like convincingly wins. I think it's gonna be like fair enough. I, I mean, I, I don't know at predicting the scores of these games, but I'm gonna say like 35, like 10 or something. Fair enough. They're playing in Colorado. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I they run me. that they run that bull out there. I love awesome. me a good home field advantage. Awesome. All right, so ne- ne- next yeah. game. Cincinnati, Murray State. Let's just get this out of the way. Mm. Murray State, Cincinnati. stick to basketball. Yep. We're going back to Cincinnati here. Yep. Cincinnati. Penn State, Ball State. Penn State. Yep. Penn State. Yep. All right, and then we have the Battle of Iowa. Iowa. Oh. I have Iowa. Okay. Um, I I am a huge believer in Matt Campbell of what he's doing there at Iowa State. I am gonna I am gonna stay that route. I'm gonna pick up Iowa State. I mean, I I like Iowa. I thought they looked good this weekend, so I'm going to roll with Iowa over Iowa State in a big upset. Okay. So, Iowa State didn't look good last week. I know they can be good. I think Iowa looked great, but they also played Indiana. Like, and I've said yeah. what I thought about Indiana. Yeah, not too um, I feel like I have to stay. Y'all weren't on the show last year, but my team last year that wasn't, you know, my team last year was Iowa State. Iowa State, I was picking them all the time. I thought they were great. I continue to think that, and I think it would be a total disservice if I didn't take the Cyclones. It's in Ames, Iowa. Iowa State takes this one right here. All right, then we we go from the Battle of Iowa to the Battle of South Carolina. We are we are South Carolina State yes. and Clemson. Let's thank just you, get this out you. of the way. Clemson, Clemson, Clemson. Clemson. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Great. Western Carolina, Oklahoma. Let's get this one out of the way. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Thank you. It's not the time, but there will come a time there where I pick a, a I pick a team to upset number two Oklahoma. Jackson and I are agreeing a lot today. It's yeah, just you not guys, now. Got, <laughs> on that same wavelength right now. <laughs> All right, so Eastern Michigan versus 18 Wisconsin. Wisconsin. We're going to jump around with Wisconsin here. Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. All right. We all have Wisconsin? Yep. Yeah. Right. So then the next game, my upset, App State over 22 Miami. Miami looked horrible. But that's because they played Alabama, the right. number one team in the country. I, you know, I got to pick an upset. I'm, just, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. You pick you pick Virginia Tech last week. You never know. This this could happen. It's because I know football. I did. Oh, no. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can't take App State. Give me Miami. Give me Miami. You're hogging Miami. Because I care about our rankings. I'm, I need to come. I, I'm in last place. I need to get That's why you got to take App State. You got you to gotta swing unless you're. <sighs> actually, yeah, if, you're, if you're swinging games week two, that's a problem. It's going to have to be <laughs> the Hurricanes. They're at home week two. Yeah. It's a cupcake oh, team. I come just on. want everybody to App know. App State looked good, though. I want everybody yeah. to know I'm the only woman on this podcast, and I am in the lead for the games of the weeks. You're actually not, no, not for no, long. No, yes, I am. Not for long. I'm I the, had the top picks. No, yeah, no, she she had 11. She had 11. She had 10. Oh, no, no. that's right. He had 11. I had 11. One. Which oh, one did I get? Hold on. Little Florida State. Janaya needs to do some fact checking. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, whatever. Janaya. Janaya definitely knows what she's talking about. Just wait till this week. I'll prove it even more. Janaya and Jackson are tied to ten wins. All right. I have Arkansas over UT. And who's winning? Really? Oh. I have Arkansas over UT. What? Arkansas over UT. Arkansas over UT. Y'all are in the wrong studio. This is the. This is a recording studio, yeah. not yeah. a Looney Bin. You're movie. picking way too many. <laughs> what? You're picking way too many upsets. Listen, I can't allow you. I, like I can't UT. allow you to go FSU and Arkansas. Nah, I, I can't. I'm, I'm, no picking, I'm picking UT. So, new with start. I, 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 I don't see how they lose to 
Arkansas. Arkansas is not that good. I'm man. taking the Longhorns, Sam, baby. Horn, Sam, horns Sam up. Pittman, just a miserable coach. Uh, let, let's go Sark. Let's go Texas. I can't believe, oh my God. Let's see. Arkansas. Don't tell me. Don't tell me you're gonna. They're gonna win too. You, you already know they're gonna who? win too. Arkansas. They're definitely gonna win now that we made a big <laughs> yeah. think about we it. We made a big thing. Next week right. we're gonna get blown up. Next game we got Stanford, Stanford USC. USC. I, I'm a big Slovis fan. So let's, I'm rolling. Let me put that they're playing in Arkansas. Yeah, that's fair. And that. The yeah, ratio yeah. was only sixty-seven to thirty-three. That doesn't change so my. That doesn't change my selection at all. It's a night game, also. That also that doesn't really. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you got to put in all the facts. Right. Oh, I agree. I agree. Right. I like that you're justifying your pick. I just I don't like it. <laughs> all right, Stanford USC. I like I just said. I'm a big Slovis fan. I think he's gonna come out ball in this upset. game. I want to upset, so, but it's not. I, I'm taking USC. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking USC. All because Stanford didn't look too hot. This past weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna I rock with. I got USC. I think USC might be might be the one to challenge UCLA for a spot no, in the, the Pac-12 championship game. Um, hey, Oregon's in there too. Then, no, I know, but I'm saying out of out of that side of the out of we, that side of the. We conference. all go in USC. Yep. yep. All right, then we have Auburn going against not Alabama, but Alabama State. Yep. Another cupcake for them. Go Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, they'll be saying we want Bama next week. Well, Brian yes, Harson already said that he's going to beat the doors off of Bama and Georgia. Oh, so. they always say that. All right. And that, no. I, don't even, I don't even want to get into that right now. All right, now. number it's 19, show. Virginia Tech against Middle Tennessee. I think we all have Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech at home is going to be tough to beat. I have Virginia Tech, yes. But Tra- but let's just let's pump the brakes here because this is – I have Virginia Tech, and I'm not going to go against it, but – this is one of those Virginia Tech games, like the old Dominion game a couple years ago, where they come off a huge win mm-hmm. and then they lose to nobody. So I think. Are you gonna? Gonna, are you, no, no, no. Are, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna t- pick the upset, but I'm saying this could be sneaky, like sneaky close. Sneaky I honestly close. might want. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm <sighs> See, I'm talking Zach into last place. Did y'all? Yeah, we all went Virginia Tech. We're on to UNC, Georgia, t- Georgia um, State, UNC. Here. As much as I, right, no, I'm sticking, I'm sticking. To, wait, we're talking about UNC now, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with UNC. Yeah, absolutely. As much as I don't like UNC for making me look like a dummy yeah. last weekend, I gotta roll with them again. I don't think Georgia State's gonna prove to be that much of a challenge. Yeah, no, no. All right. I, I think, I think this is a bounce back game for Sam, Sam Howell. Janae might be, Janae oh, might be going up saying. No way. No, I'm no, 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 no. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, thinking. About, I'm, I'm going about, UNC. I'm going I, UNC. I was about to walk out that room. I was going to say, <laughs> this, this might be the single hey, but, hottest but, but, like sports podcast ever recorded. And then what if they did beat them? Then we're hot all t- going to feel some. Hot well, takes well, only. That's fine. that's fine. All right. 21 Utah against BYU. I got BYU. Me too. BYU. I'm taking BYU. Look at that. Are you gonna are you gonna be the only Utah taker? I thought I was gonna be the only one to take BYU. No. Ah. You said that you were taking Utah earlier. Um, no, I said BYU. BYU. I said BYU. Was I'm my actually up to BYU. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I I don't like that everybody just took BYU. I don't right, like so it either. I don't like I'm that sticking BYU. one bit. You, you don't have to like it. Honestly, I'll happen. take I'll take Utah. Like that, I want to be the odd one out. I'll, I'll take about, Utah. I was about to do that. I'll, I'll take Utah. <laughs> oh, if you got if if one of y'all's taking Utah, I'm okay sticking BYU. <sighs> I'm fu- I'm sticking BYU. I, 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 I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um. Got to know when to fold them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Utah. I I don't know. I don't know. We yeah, talked him into it. Yeah, it's all fun. It's at BYU. 
No, take BYU, bro. Huge BYU upset. Utah by myself. That's fine. I have a one-game lead. I'll take BYU. Oh, uh, Ooh, he was a tug. Wow. He was a tug. Big we had to his weight around. Into it. <laughs> oh. You got to go with the field sometimes. You got to go with the field. <laughs> when you got to lead, you just got to go with the field sometimes and trust that down the line you can get some picks back. Yeah. Let's go with Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss. Uh, Austin yeah, Peay's yeah. had a football team for, like, what? Ole Miss is finally ranked again. Let's talk about that. I, they're gonna be our. They're gonna be Alabama's hardest game. I'm telling you. No, they're not I gonna be. I still think it's gonna be A and M, but. Yeah, I can. Even though I uh, think A and M is very iffy as they have been I, in the I past seasons, I, I feel like A and M actually will be our hardest game. I agree with Jackson mm-hmm. over here. Before before okay. last week, I was saying Florida, but I'm saying A and M now. Yeah. We all have Ole Miss for the game, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. All right. So Arizona that, State, UNLV. I'm taking UNLV. What? Stop it. Give me it. You're Just joking. Give me it. Right, give me the no, two. No, he, he has a good point because Arizona State. You play <laughs> to win the game. I know. Thank you. Arizona State. <laughs> UNLV. Give me, give, me, give me AZ State. You play to win the game. You don't play to lose. You play to win the game. I got Arizona State. Thank you. That game's no fun if there's no money on it. Las Vegas, baby. <laughs> Let's get it. I don't think we have to no, we really talk not. about this last one. I think we all are going to say Alabama. I would have loved. I would hope. I would have loved. To we're only going to all say Alabama because of their number one ranked team. You know, we have to just go. This is not really a hot take. There was just if be we, a dumb if take. We if we didn't we did say, say Alabama, I would be worried about exactly. the fact that we're on. Air. I would, <laughs> yeah. college I would love to meet the one person picking Mercer because their back must hurt from living under a rock for that. Do we long. have any score predictions for that game? Um, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going fifth. Mm, I kind of want to go 61. Somebody tell me oh, 60, 61 to three. Our 61. Ooh, to I'm, feel, I'm, like feeling, I'm feeling they sneak a field goal or two. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Oh, I don't. I'm going to say 50 to 6. An interesting score. I mean, this is a great game for Alabama. And at at this moment right now, it's a good game to help us stay, excuse me, to help them stay on top of the college football world, stay at number one. I think it's a great chance for Bryce Young to have another good game and continue to bolster his case for the Heisman. I think the final score ends up being something along the lines of 59 to 3. I really do. I think the one time they sneak a field goal is going to be like, whoa, how'd they do that? Now I'm starting to feel two field goals is generous. I think it really is. 72 to 14. Okay. Uh, 14? 72. 72 to 14. Mercer scores two backdoor cover touchdowns in the fourth quarter against our fifth string. Nick Saban should be playing strong safety, and Alabama is still catching a pick. That's fine. I don't think think they score a touchdown. Listen, you're a little bit younger, and you haven't been here for that long, but we played – Alabama played Western Carolina and was up 74 to nothing and was covering. And Western Carolina scored two touchdowns in the last two minutes. So I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear. Okay? I mean, I think, I think Mercer might be worse than Western Carolina. <laughs> okay, 72 to zero. You want to hear that? <laughs> He's bold. He's bold. No, 70, 72 to 10 and something like that. Somewhere, somewhere in that range. I'll, t- I'll take the 10 if you give me 72. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all that we have for you guys this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Uh, this is your fourth and Gold podcast. I am your host, Janelle Lazenby. I'm Brandon Mraz. I'm Zach Gaines. And I'm Jackson DeLulo. 
You guys have a great week. Let's enjoy some football. The NFL's back, baby. FSU staying unranked. No. <laughs> yes.